Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Sefer Amos, Chapter 5, Parakei. Our learning should be for the schut of our brave Chayle Tzvahaganali Israel for their safety and for their success for the swift return of the Khatufim and the healing of all the wounded in this war in Gaza. In chapter 5, Amos continues to critique the broken society of the north of the Shomron, the travesties of justice, the exploitation of the poor, the religiously skewed priorities. And one of the ways that he does this is through a fabulous prophetic technique, or a a technique maybe which uh, any speaker would use. And that is, he, he's always quoting the people. He loves quoting the people and then using their actual quotations in order to sort of corner them and say, well, this is what you think, isn't it? So, for example, take a look at Perakhe Pasukudchet. Hoi hamitavim et yom Shem. Woe to those who desire who like from ta'ava those who wait who are who are like seeking the day of god now yom hashem of course is usually the judgment day where god's going to put history right he's going to put the wrongs of history right so it's sort of a judgment day and a day of apocalypse so why would people want that Hoi hamitavim et yom hashem woe to those who desire the day of god why do you want this day of god it is darkness and not light. And he describes in greater detail, like somebody running away from a lion, and then and then he runs into a bear, and then he comes home, and he leans on the wall in relief, and a snake comes out of the wall and bites him. The day of God is is darkness and not light. We'll come back to this theme of darkness and light later. But there are people who are saying, we want the redemption. We want Mashiach now. We want God to be manifest because these are the good times. And he says, if you really want this encounter with God, you've got to realize you're going to be brought to judgment. It's going to be pretty bad for you. Now, let's understand where this is all coming from. This is the society this is the time of Yeravon II. In the south, we have the kingdom of Uziah, and the country is free of its enemies. Uh, they've suffered under Aram for about 50 years. Ashur is not yet on the horizon. They've got no significant enemies, and the country is wealthy. It controls all sorts of other colonies. The people say, here, I'll give you another quote. Perak Vav Pasukud Gimel. The people who are happy for no good reason. Ha'omrim. The people who say, open quotation marks, We captured Karnaim because we're, our army is so strong. Sahal is so strong, we can do anything. Or look back into our chapter, Pasuk Yudalad. What are the people saying? God is with us. God is with us. God's on our side. I'll give you one other quote, the fourth quote that we see. It's in chapter 9, verse 10. The people who say, 
No bad is going to happen to us. Here we see a society in the time of Yoravam, if we put all of this together, who say, God is with us, nothing bad can happen, we're strong, God has allowed us to have victory, and the Yom Hashem, and when we do have an encounter with God, it is going to be um, or and not Hoshech, it's going to be light and, it's and not darkness. No bad can happen, it's a society which is optimistic, it is hopeful, it is secure, it is feels safe, it feels even religious. Let me say a word about this religion. Uh, all the time, throughout the book, we see emphasis on the fact that people actually do go to Mikdashim. You see it, for example, where they talk in verse 5 of our chapter, chapter 5, verse 5. The, the Navi is telling you that Betel is bad, but it's clear. People are going to the shrines in Betel and Gilgal and Beersheba. Interesting, by the way, they used to put the shrines at the borders. They thought that if they put Mikdashim on the border, then God would protect their borders. So Beit El is on the seam line between the north and the south. Beersheba is on the southern border of Yehuda. Gilgal is in the Jordan Valley on the uh, eastern border of the land. Later on in the chapter, we see he says, Saneti ma'asti chagechem. I hate your festivals. The people have festivals. They have atzarot. They have all sorts of religious ceremonies. If you offer me all sorts of burnt offerings or flower offerings, I don't want them. I'm not even going to look at your fat animals. I don't want to listen to your liturgical music. Instead, what do I want? Let justice flow like water. Let righteousness flow like a like a nachal, uh, like a, a river, like a flowing river. During the 40 years in the wilderness, did you offer me sacrifices? No, you didn't. And therefore, I don't need them now. Throughout the book, we've seen the idea, Peret Bet, Pasuk Chet, Al Begadim Chavulim Yatu Eitzel Kol Mizbeach, the Ayin Anushim Yishtu Beit Elohim. These are people who are religious. They sit by the Mizbeach. They go to their Beit Elohim. Or in Peret Dalad, Pasuk Dalad, Baal Beit El Upishu. They came to Beit El and they sinned. Hagilgal Hirbulishah. They continued to sin in Gilgal. Let's add this all up. Here we have a nation who have more secure borders than ever before. They're wealthy, they have no threats, and they have come to a very simple conclusion. Hashem Elohei Swakot Itanu, God is with us, right? We have no, and therefore they go to all of their uh, temples, the temples which are not the temple in Jerusalem, and they worship, they bring sacrifices, and they sing religious music and they celebrate there and when they need to they pray there and they feel that they are a religious society it is this sort of attitude this impervious society the society which is so sure of itself 
which makes it really difficult for the prophet because nobody realizes there's even a problem, let alone to realize that there is trouble brewing. And therefore, what's the message of Amos in this chapter? If you look, let's go back to Pasuk Dalad. Seek me and you will live. And don't go to Beit El and Gilgal. You are mistaking religious rituals. And even though those rituals are problematic because they are in temples which have images and what have you, but you're mistaking religious ritual for something different. And he says, what you actually need to do is to seek God, is to seek good and not bad, Lamantichu. If you want to live, you have to seek good and not bad. And what is that? He says, you are the people who, mishpat. you turn justice into poison. You have left righteousness on the ground. Sanu bashar mochiach. You hate the person who rebukes you at the gate, like the prophet, the dover tamim, and those who speak with honesty, they detest them. Because you tax the poor, and you exact from him a levy of grain. You've be built beautiful stone houses, you won't live in them. You planted wonderful vineyards, you won't drink their wine. Your sins are so great. You take bribes. You subvert the, in, in, the, the cause of the needy in the gate. Please notice the use of the notion of the sha'ar, the gate. The gate is where the judges are meant to sit. That is where the mochiach, the rebuker, sits. And that is they hate at the gate. Those who rebuke Evyonim Basharitu at their gates, they pervert the justice of the poor. And he says, Sin Ura Vevutov, right? Hate bad and love good, as he said before. Dirishutov Vaal Ralamantichu. Dirishunivichu. Seek good and don't seek bad in all that you will live. It's very clear, like light and day. Like night and day, there is good and bad. Sinura, hate evil. What should you have in your sha'arim? What should you have in your gates? Mishpat. Maybe God will have mercy on you. In short, Amos has a very difficult job. This is a society who sees themselves as light, whereas God sees them as dark. These people who think that they can seek God in their temples in Beit El and Gilgal, but in fact, God wants them to seek justice at the gates um, by means of social justice, by means of non-oppression of the poor. They don't realize their whole economy is based on extortion and oppression. And for this, God is not going to forgive them. This is a society who think they are in the right. And it's very, very difficult. It's, it's, it's a really uphill struggle for the prophet to show them where their flaws lie. That's it for today. See you tomorrow.